Do you expect the SABC, in particular the newsroom, to have to deal with a lot of this from political parties as we approach uh, the 2019 election? Yeah, look, I think it's it's going to get um, increasingly more difficult. I think one of the reasons this is probably more controversial than it otherwise would be is that I think there was some confusion, certainly among audiences, that the president was giving an address, you know, late at night. Uh, when something like that happens, you automatically assume it's a very important announcement. And, and in fact, it was the president of the ANC as opposed to the president of the country. And I think that that's, you know, causes a lot of people to be thinking, gosh, and, and people would probably watch and engage with it there and then mm. when they might not otherwise have done so. And, of course, when you get to an election period, if that sort of thing happens, uh, the SABC would have to say, well, is he speaking as the president of the country or is he speaking as the president of the ANC and what is going to be the content of this? If he's speaking as the president of the ANC, we're going to need to make sure that we alert other political parties to get comment there and then um, so that you can make sure that you balance it because otherwise the SABC will open themselves up to allegations of bias and particularly given uh, the recent history where... Um, you know, we did find uh, clear issues of and evidence of bias on the SABC. This is something that they're going to need to be making sure they track uh, very carefully. And so, you know, it's not going to be easy, but I think that what this does demonstrate is that there's a, a pretty speedy process and that, you know, things get resolved. In terms of equitable coverage that has its place within our own editorial policy, but also in other documents like the BCCSA, ICASA, even the Electoral Commission's coverage of of the election, when it comes to fairness versus editorial policy, which trumps which? So there's a distinction. So when you get to an election period, which is formally declared, the president says... The elections, we now, the election date will be XYZ of, of whatever, 2019. When he does that, then we know we're in a formal election period. And when that happens, the uh, special regulations come into play for broadcasters. So in that time then, uh, if the SABC wants to broadcast a party election broadcast or an advert, they have to slot them into particular times and they certain equations and all sorts of things. And it's, it's terribly complicated for broadcasters that they then need to make sure that they give equitable coverage. In their news, however, it is left still, as it should be, entirely up to each and every broadcaster to determine how they're going to shape that equitable coverage. So when you get to SABC's elections programs, what you find invariably is, is that because they are dedicated elections programs and they move around the country, they usually try really hard to get all sorts of different political parties. So you get a really good spread of parties there. Mm. And we need to make this distinction between uh, equal coverage and equitable. Right? So equitable means just because they're diff- they're, there are different parties, you can't be giving them all the same amount of coverage. In other words, the banana bread party that I decide to start in favour of growing bananas, for example, shouldn't get the same amount of coverage as the ANC because, you know, it's just me and I just like bananas. I don't have a policy on the economy or anything like that. So you have to talk about equitable coverage as this thing. So invariably it means that the ANC does tend to dominate in terms of the amount of coverage, not just because they're the ANC, but also because they 
um, make up the overwhelming majority of governments. So it's let's, something that's quite tricky. Mm, let's for a moment focus on 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 social media, where the DA, mm. uh, the podium in which the DA or platform in which the DA use to to basically air their grievance. Now, this issue of public perception is mm. very important because a lot of people who did not have the opportunity to watch what happened on the 31st of July, but then followed social media, um, you know. Because the DA created such a perception, then the credibility of the brand, has, uh, you know, it takes a hit. Now that the BCCSA has ruled on this issue, um, has, uh, you know, what should the DA do? I mean, it's already created this perception um, on, on, on social media. How do we then as a brand start to rectify that um, to say, hang on, this is precisely what happened. And the following has been upheld by the BCCSA. Yeah, oh, that's a great question. So I think there are two points. The first is is that I think it's up to the SABC and the various brands on SABC to be saying, uh, you know, the DA took it to the BCCSA and he has the ruling and provide links, provide summaries, and to make sure that they say this is what they found. They found in favour of the SABC and here's our commitment to making sure that we're going to continue to be editorial independent, editorially independent, impartial and fair as we approach elections. And further to that, when the the next round of the editorial policies are released, I suspect that there will be a significant focus there because we'll be even closer to elections on, you know, making sure that coverage is fair and independent. And that's the best way that SABC can counter, you know, any kind of perception that's out there. It is going to take a long time to rebuild the credibility Mm. of the SABC. On social media itself, though, it's a really interesting thing. In fact, we're busy trying to drive... Uh, a change to the electoral code precisely because the electoral code is currently silent on social media, uh, which introduces all range of other uh, kind of challenges because, of course, as we get closer to elections, how do we make sure that we stop people that are actively out to undermine our democracy and what steps can we take and what, you know, how can the big social media mm. platforms help us uh, combat that? And then critically, what's the role of, of, of traditional media like the SABC, going to be to help you know make sure that our elections are fair and what role do they play on social media in doing that.